0: Okay, yeah! Hello, and welcome to Unplaytested, the podcast about RPGs that have never been played before!
1: Because they never existed before. I'm Alex, and my pronouns are he, him. And I'm Lara, and I use she, her pronoun. And we are going to make a game based on a ludicrous suggestion chosen at random from our big list. Today we are also joined by famed game designer and (laughs) podcast host, Aaron Catano Sayas. Hello, everyone. I am Aaron Catano Sayas, and I am
2: not a real game designer, but I do like to pretend to play- be them on game shows. Yeah.
0: You are I gonna... think if you pretend to be a game designer, you are a game designer. You That's... know,
1: I think there's a lot of validity to that. <laughs> And it's only going to get more valid. Faking over time.
2: it till you make it has been my entire game in the tabletop space.
1: Nice. Well, it's working out. Or just
0: keep faking it cuz making games
1: is boring. Yeah, we fake games here too. It sounds really difficult and
2: frankly not interested. Except now. <laughs> oh good. I was about
1: to say, well, goodbye. No,
2: I'm sorry. The, there, there seems to be something wrong with our connection. I'm losing you. Oh, boy. Well, no. Beans, we'll have to schedule someone else. No, but I, I, do. this is something I do want to learn more about and get better at so that I could actually make a game and join the Cool Kids Club of my entire Twitter feed. Hell well, yeah. if you want to learn how to
0: make games well, you should pay a lot of attention to what we're doing and then don't. Yeah, go
1: go read, like, some Avery Alder threads. Go read some Deep Pennyway threads. Listen to people who actually know how to make games. No way. Usually they're full of themselves, so no thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Aaron Salt Corner, yeah. <laughs> nice. No, that's
0: why I, no. <laughs> Oh, yeah, let's just sass the big names. That is good for our long-term stability of this project.
2: If I've learned anything this week, is that the bigger your name is in games, eventually you will implode.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) It's good to laugh. Yes. Uh, So I heard about a new thing where you just don't have segues when you're talking. I think it's actually going to be really efficient. Everyone will be doing it in the future. So let's roll on our big list for our game. Uh, Heck, Laura, do you yeah. do you have that that uh? How many sides is it now?
0: Uh, my twenty-eight sided die.
1: Yeah, wow. I do. All right, perfect. Well, I'm gonna make a rolling sound effect, <laughs> and then you can roll that die.
0: There it goes. What did oh, I get? Uh, you got oh oh my word! You got a four. Uh oh.
2: Okay. Can I ask a quick question? Uh- Yes. What is it? You said 28? Yeah. What does a 28 sided die look like? Please tell me about
1: it. It's a very abstract die. (laughs) In that I make a die roll sound by rolling a regular die. No,
2: stop, stop. Sell it.
1: Sell the sizzle. You don't sell the steak. Just lie to me. It looks like a beautiful jewel. It's actually oh, it's actually to... a, it's a 33-sided die, Whoa. but we have cursed several of the sides so that they can never be rolled. Oh, so like... <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. This is Yeah, it this tries is to land on the 32, and the whole thing just flips in the air. Oh, God. Sorry, I had to get bad luck for a week. I'm sorry. So a (laughs) four. No, that was perfect. (laughs) So the fun part about the low numbers is that they're the things we thought up, like, several years ago when we were first brainstorming the idea for this podcast. Delightful. And we'll see
0: how that goes. You know? What's number four on our list, Lara? (laughs) Uh, Number four on our list is the phrase, NASCAR, but with giant robots. So... (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to remember what we were thinking of. Who came so, up with this? I would like to blame you, but that
1: sounds that sounds more like a you one. I'm going to throw that blame ball directly
0: back. It it does really feel like a Lara kind of high concept. Um, I don't know what my thought was. So this is where we're at. A, how do you do NASCAR the RPG and B, how do we fit in these giant robots? Right. I'm going to go ahead and assume
1: that part of the premise was like you're racing the robots, right? Not that the robots are watching the NASCAR for example and it's just regular cars. See that? I'm going no. yeah,
0: going to put that on the must list. Must race the robots. All right, sweet. Very hmm. important. Should I, just, has anyone, should I just chime has in anyone if I have an idea? Has anyone watched NASCAR? I have. To, yeah, please, God, I please do. Okay, so the
2: thing that appe- the thing that jumps out to me about giant robots and NASCAR just basically can imply, to me, a competition of, uh, because NASCAR, like, by definition, or, like, car racing is essentially, mm-hmm. like, a mechanics challenge. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yes, the driving has skill, but people are basically flexing their high-powered cars so, it could also right. be like, you know, a, some kind of competition of the gearheads in terms of a giant fighting robots. You know what I mean? Oh, like, sp- I like that. Speed doesn't always have to be the defining factor. It could mm-hmm. be like, because they, I don't know, I, I don't, I know very little about NASCAR, but in my head, I like to imagine that like gearheads are like, oh, the kit on that, you know, Doritos number 43 car. See, what you're not, mm-hmm. it's always about the, what makes like sports like that, like unassuming ones, interesting to me is that you don't really see all the work that goes in. Like when you watch a football game, like you know they practice, you know they know the sport, but things like bowling and like NASCAR, like the unassuming sports, there's a lot of things that you don't kind of see, and NASCAR especially because they're operating a machine. And so that's, I think, Mm. what is the most appealing thing about giant fighting robots and NASCAR, and I put that in air quotes, is the, we'll call it the hidden work, that you're not seeing Ooh. that makes a competition of giant fighting robots like what yeah, is that yeah. what does that mean though, like to y'all? Mm-hmm. you know like what is like the like the pit crew coming
1: in Is that feels what this like game thing?
0: is We are we're not doing the races, we are doing the pit crew and sort of exploring the kind of interpersonal conflicts in the giant robot repair pit. I could definitely see that yeah, as part of it. Because it that would be like
2: tech. like repair is very interesting because that implies that in the game, there's something that that hurts our beautiful giant robots or like damages <laughs> them or wears them out or something. And then there you are either you're a crew, I guess, of folks who fix them or like mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. like kit bash them and like make them cooler. I don't I don't know. That's that's my first yeah, thought. Yeah
1: a mid-race upgrade where it's like and now it has a big like set of wings sounds cool as heck.
2: And what that makes me think of is if there was some kind of not demolition der- well maybe a demolition derby element where like say you best someone you get to use their kit and attach
1: it to your own. Oh yeah. Good. That that is awesome. I would like to put that on the must list. That gives me good uh what am I thinking? Front mission is like that the mech game for playstation where you can like blow off the other mechs arms and then like you can go and steal the mech from them and be like now it's mine yeah
2: like that kind of feel because that's the joy of i mean like uh if you don't use gundam gun g gundam rules or like gundam wing rules where like you have to sync to it if anybody can just jump into the gundam or like the the mech suit You know, you have the fun thing of, like, customization, and I always say that every good video game has customization, power-ups, and unlockables, and this already has power-ups and customization, so two out of three is pretty good.
1: Customization, power-ups, and unlock I am writing that down. (laughs) I always think that makes a good, fun video game experience. If you have at least two of those three, it's probably pretty fun. (laughs) Heck yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah, that's one thing I was going to see is if we wanted these to be, like, are these mecha where people are getting in and driving them? Or are they, like, a, a pre-programmed robot or, like, a battle... What are they, Battle bots? They but,
2: but
0: that was the show on Comedy Central, I believe. Yeah, they're all fighting in the arena. Mm-hmm. Those were pretty cool. I feel like piloting the robots is more fun. And I like the idea that anyone can just, you know, you go into the robot and make it your own. That's great. Yeah, get in the robot should
1: be a move in this game where you're like, all right, I guess the pilot is, like you know adrenaline spiking and like they've crashed and then they're not going to be able to finish the race i the engineer must now get in the robot like that's such a good dramatic moment okay Mm -hmm.
2: now i have an idea because that tickles my fancy because you said i'm the engineer and the pilot has crashed perhaps it's as if everybody in this team all serves the same purpose like you know the three of us One of us is a pilot, one's an engineer, and one is a gearhead, or one is like a, I don't know, another, we'll call it a, quote, character class, you know, that kind of feel. And when Mm -hmm. one of us, maybe, one of us pilots it at one time, and the other ones run other jobs, you know what I mean? And, like, the the mech changes depending on who's driving it, or... Based on your skill set of your character in this whole pit crew feel, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Like, oh,
2: I spec for pilot, so I'm good at driving it. Well, I'm a mechanic, so I can repair it as I drive it. Like, you know, and maybe it evolves and changes. I don't, I don't know. It, this is you just throw ideas out, right? This is a safe space. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what we're here for. But that always like that kind of thing appeals to me, where it's like everyone, uh under the same umbrella kind of feeling, where we're all after this common goal. We're not actually, like, you know, in in, dungeon, in combat-driven tabletop RPGs, it's several different parties, meaning people in a party and roles, working toward the same goal, like killing a Tarrasque. Mm-hmm. But in this case, it's everyone basically playing the same part, but they all do it very differently.
1: Yeah, that sounds really exciting. I love the different, like... I have a particular move that I can do when I'm driving and then you have a different move you can do when you're driving. We have to like swap out as we're taking stress or whatever. Yes. That sounds really because fun.
2: Because pit crew, like, you know, they pull over and a million people like drill and then they get the car back going and it sends it on its way. If you could gundam that or, you know, mobile suit that, it would be, I yeah. guess, people jumping in, jumping out. That's
1: awesome. Because there's, I, I like that, Uh, you know, you have, you can't just drive the thing the whole time or like if you could like it would be really unlikely right you'd be maybe you have uh some sort of a blades in the dark-esque mechanic where you're building up stress when various things are happening or you're spending stress to get different results or modify dice or something and uh then you have to be like i can't do it anymore exactly
2: you know? you're you're fucking tired sorry you're tired
0: <laughs> like yeah, you get it's yeah. exhausting <laughs> I'm super into this. Does this mean that everyone on the crew is, like, riding within the robot at the same time? See, that is some Power Rangers business, and okay. that is very appealing.
1: Okay. That's, so you, so, so in that case, it, <laughs> is there no pit? Is it, like, I have to go crawl out, like, onto the frickin' leg of this thing as it's running and, like, weld the knee joint so it stops breaking or something? Oh, that's very good. That's very powerful. Maybe that's optional. That seems like incredibly (laughs) suicidal for a regular sport. Or wait, this is how the
2: system works. It's simple. Like, okay. How does a Power Ranger, like, you know how they all end up in the same office when the Megazord is formed? They're all in the same room. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Maybe it's like. Good question. I think of always like the chairs, like slide down like a supervillain, like a down a series of tunnels. and They end up in the same room. So like perhaps that's how it works where it's like we need an engineer to leg to the right leg because we're taking too much damage. And then you have to leave like the sword arm to go. So you sacrifice like damage potential for speed or like just to make a repair. And it's this fun, I think, balance game, balancing act of like playing your position while also keeping this incredibly fragile mobile suit running. Because that's the thing yeah. about NASCAR mm-hmm. that is, I don't know, once again, I don't know anything about it, but what it looks like, that car is, like, fucking gliding on air, it's going so fast. Like, the slightest jerk, and that thing's, like, taken to the sky and crashing. So, I think something that you can take from that and put in this, na- this uh, mech game type feel is mm-hmm. the fact that it's, one, dangerous, and two, like, if one thing goes wrong, it doesn't work, you know? Yeah. Like, we're, yeah. we're on the finicky. edge of a knife, man.
1: That's cool. Uh, it's uh, you're, you're talking about moving between different parts. You know, moving into the leg definitely gives me a Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time feel, that co-op video game. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yes, yes. Because that's really fun when you're like, okay, I have to jump off the gun. I have to run over and get on the engine. We need Somebody needs to fly this thing. Oh, God. That sort of, like, frantic, but you're all working together type thing is really fun. Uh, may I? I know
2: I've been talking a
1: lot, but... I have well, another idea. I'm sorry. You have a quota of words, and if you use them up, well, okay, we're then. going to shoot you out of a cannon into the sun. I have that late-night
2: sleepy, like, you know, and you're just firing off on all cylinders.
1: Perhaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I,
2: I'm, this is the part where I always lose um, ability is the, the game mechanics part, but perhaps uh-huh. it is a series of... So, say I have, you know, in a located... You said stress. Like, I have a limit, right, that you reach. hmm perhaps the action of moving from place to place within the mech suit, you can only do it a set amount of times before you get too stressed. So you have to pick Mm. and choose very carefully when you move and where you move to. Like, you know, from right arm to left leg, perhaps that's a lot of stress, you know, based Mm -hmm. on what your skill set is. Like if you're an engineer, maybe it's less stress per move. You know what I mean? Or if you're a pilot, that means, like, anything that involves mobility, it takes less stress for you to do that job. Because basically you're just working. You're <laughs> just doing tasks. Yeah, yeah. That's I cool. think one thing
0: we probably want to establish pretty early and are about now is a good time. Is, is this the kind of game where we can just straight up lose our race? We can fail? Yeah. I want there to be
1: drama. I want to be able to lose. Okay. I want to be able to explode and, like... Maybe not everyone dies, but, like, you crashed, and, like, your mech is broke, and now you have to, like, build a new one.
0: And if you don't hit the eject button in time, it deletes your save game? Of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, mechs are such a personal thing. It's, it's such a... There's always,
2: like, that element of personal connection from pilot or engineer, like, because so... It's always implied, at least in anime, that um, there's a lot of actual physical labor that goes into creating these things. So I always like the idea of, like, this is my mech. This is our mech, you know? And if we Mm -hmm. lose it, that is catastrophic. So I do like the idea of stakes, because it really makes high stakes Mm -hmm. if you lose the mech. You know, you don't get it back if you let it
1: bust. You know, if you break. You can break it. Right. Right. Because that feels very like, okay, you're like taking big risks. You're putting your body on the line. You're putting your health on the line to operate this thing. But it's like, listen, if I can spend like my last breath getting this thing to take another step, it's worth it. Because it's going to get across the finish line. Exactly. This is like NASCAR is like, I'm going to drive this metal box
2: really flipping fast so that I can win money because all I know how to do is operate a motor vehicle at high speeds. It adds that element of like racing where it's like that, you know, it's, it's the passion story of like, this is what I love to do. This is all I'm good at. I'm willing to put everything on the line to make this, make my dream happen of being, I don't know, the number one mech pilot in the gap, blah, 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 you know, like
0: insert random yeah. unnecessary story. I'm going to throw out an idea here, and Alex is going to get mad at me for it. Go on. Getting this kind of tension, this things are going to get, you know, perpetually more uh, dangerous, and things could go dramatically wrong at any moment for any reason. Is anyone else thinking of a tumbling block tower?
1: Oh, no! Yet.
0: So, Listen, <laughs> F. I'm just gonna. F. There are other F, ways F, F, to create F. stress. I was so unprepared for that.
2: F F me. <laughs> tumbling... so is that
0: a mount for tumbling block tower?
2: Or... Um. Is that... So is the tumbling block tower? Does the does the Jenga the tumbling block tower represent the? Uh, not
0: not Jenga until we start getting those Hasbro. Dollars, Give me that money. Please.
2: Get that paper first before it becomes the J word. But, but right. So. Is the tumbling, is the tumbling tower of wooden blocks the Gundam the mech or is it like the overall tension? Is
0: it the I think, like it would be the overall tension the the things are going to go wrong? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. uh it, I, mm, it doesn't have to be a tumbling block tower tumbling block tower is a terrible idea in <laughs> all situations um mostly
1: mostly in in uh a game that we theoretically might want people to be able to play during a pandemic i think is the is the big reason that i am like ooh, i don't know about that
0: also a game that we're definitely going to live stream uh probably next right. week yeah right uh yeah. You gotta be, gotta be a little bit uh,
1: careful about that. You can't okay. just say "I'll pull from the tower for you." That's nothing.
0: That's that's nothing. That's meaningless. Uh, but I I do want to think about like how are we going to mechanically enforce this this tension? Because I really love this idea of things are going to go dramatically, painfully wrong. Right. Inevitably. Yeah, that seems really fun. So I like something along
1: the lines of like. You have some amount of stress you can take, and there's things that make that go, like, up and down. Like, maybe there's, like, I'm just gonna, like, take a breather for a round, and, like, my stress will refill in a little bit, right? So it's a resource that you're putting up and down. I was thinking that when you have games that are about resource management, the thing that I really hate is when nobody, like, wants to spend their resources. Mm. Yes. Uh... So, I want to give people an incentive for, like, hitting that big dramatic moment where they're like, this is my last! <laughs> yeah, you need the ultimate attack moment, of course. Yeah! So, what if, like, when you're making your different your different playbook choice, or whatever you're doing, being, like, the pilot or the engineer, although we need to think of a third one, uh... <laughs> then you will have like a limit break where it's like you've hit your limits. And then you're like, no, I haven't. This is anime. If I just push uh, past my limits and keep trying, it's going to go even better. Right. I'm
2: with you. The few in few games, there is anything to incentivize using the cool stuff that I can do. Like, you know, um, popular unnamed tabletop game uses slots that like you can burn. And I've always hated that. I'm mm. like, I don't want to, if you've ever played a JRPG, like you hold on to the elixirs till the end of the game, and then you have like 30 elixirs, which is the best healing item. You're like, I should have used these and I had the chance. Why the heck did I yep. say these? So I like this idea of a limit break. I like this feeling of, I get this feeling of use it or lose it, or you have to keep doing stuff in order to keep the mech running like you can't stop you can't slow down like if you it's like shark rules like where if you stop moving you die or like everyone has to be feeding this engine with their adrenaline or with their energy basically and if you stop moving or if like it incentivizes you to just think on your feet and pick something to make a choice like in acting you'd be like just make a choice it doesn't matter what it is make a choice and like it'll progress the story if you make a choice and i think maybe that is a way to incentivize it and it makes you it would make me like want to do cool stuff honestly you know it makes you want to burn it all and hit that limit moment and hit that final like i would want ideally 100 final attacks like you want those cool (laughs) moments over and over again not just like i want to do it all the time you know i want cool abilities and stuff i don't Mm -hmm, know that's mm -hmm. just that's just me though i have I have a lot. Every game I play, I'm like, so what's the power fantasy? How many beams can I shoot? Um, yes, but just ways to like games. I've always felt it is difficult to incentivize me doing something other than the safest possible action. But do mm-hmm. incentivizing a reckless what we would see is a reckless action and like you know burning it all or letting you know what I mean, letting your letting your hair down and going buck wild is a fun idea where like the wilder you get and the more adrenaline you pump in the better results you'll get, you know? Yeah. High octane. Like what was that movie with Jason Statham? Crank? Where it's like, if I let my yeah, adrenaline yeah. drop, I die. His heart is about
1: to explode. Yeah. Like that's what mm-hmm. I feel
2: like. It's mm-hmm. that kind of feel where you got to
1: keep putting, you got to keep putting coal in the fire, you know? This is, uh, some of the, some of the concepts that we're bringing up here are putting me in mind of, uh, Laura, your improvised rocket ship building game,
0: Don't Explode. Ooh, yes. Um, that does not actually exist yet, but it maybe exist will someday. Yes, but it might. It and exists in really potential. really good. It sounds
2: like it exists, and it sounds real to me. Sell it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ooh, Don't Explode's a great title. Go on. Uh, Due to some ludicrous mismanagement at the National Rocketry Service, uh, you realize that you have not actually bothered to assemble a rocket, and the 10-second countdown has just begun. Oh, no. So you're going to have to hurry. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> so in, it, it's a card-drafting game where in 10 rounds you draft cards uh, that represent different parts of a rocket, and you slam them together into a rocket shape. And uh, then when all is said and done, you take this card rocket, you shuffle it up, And you deal it out to uh, uh, see how far you get along a track before you explode, or crash, or uh, get over 10 Gs and liquefy your occupants. And whoever (laughs) gets the highest while everyone still survives wins! That sounds great!
1: (laughs) It's really cool, and it has some lovely rules for, like, oh your rocket leans to the left a little bit because you've put three engines on the left side over there and they're weighting it down that that sort of a frantic assembly energy sounds uh like something that i want to want to grab a little bit for this if not necessarily like i'm like that game had good mechanics for like you put a card down, it has some stats, it does some things, you put another card down next to it, like they have a relationship with each other. That feels a lot like uh, something that could serve us well in this, for like, here's the chassis of the mech, here's the arm of the mech, guess what, it's got two arms on that side.
0: Yeah, it does. I do kind of like the idea of like having a physical mech that you assemble on the table, even I... if you're just like vaguely drawing body parts on index cards. I really is... like that a lot and it, it gets, really interesting it just even if it just adds that lovely
2: personal touch to like this is what our baby looks like you know this is oh, what man
0: is. the big story gamer part of me really wants like every time you add a piece and when you are initially building your mech you have to do like a flashback yes! to how you were in a bar and you won a poker game for a giant robot arm or See, whatever
1: that's very good that's so Um. good i was too focused on like the present we have to go back to the past and be like no this is my father's scythe arm like he gave it to me before he died
2: is that like the pre-game thing where like you know the the mech creation part of the game is when you sit down and it's like very for the queen where you put down a thing that's like scythe arm tell me about the time that you like discovered the scythe arm. Did you inherit it? Did you find it? You know, did you build it? Did you invent this technology? If not, who did and how did you acquire it? Like, does it give you prompts to talk about how this thing, because if it is a collaboration, because that car in NASCAR, isn't just like, it was made by Dan fucking Dan. Sorry. (laughs) It was made by Dan. Dan like made a car and now we drive it and it goes real fast. Like it's several people. So I think if it encourages this conversation, between the group Mm -hmm. to find out like how this giant beast that's carrying all of our hopes and dreams got made i think that's for me that would be very appealing to like because otherwise it's just this like this looks cool it's got you know a sword for a leg you're like no i want (laughs) to know like why like did we decide that or did we find it in a cave somewhere and it came
0: to life Yeah, we we gotta know the story because that is how we love this mech, right? Yeah, exactly. We we have a very long, slow introduction that just really builds this beautiful thing that is ours and every one of us has made at least one or two pieces for it. We have all, like, touched it. And then, like, part two of this game is this frenetic idiocy. (laughs) Yeah, of like trying to keep (laughs) it from blowing up because that makes- And you might fail. Yeah, like that's what makes the sad
2: drama, I think, of like, I think there might be a, there might be a high probability of failure and that's what makes the build phase so almost depressing is the dramatic irony of like, this baby ain't gonna make it. But then when it does, it's so much more satisfying. But like, maybe it is just a game where like, there is an 8 out of 10 chance this thing's exploding in space, but dang it, we're taking this thing for one last ride. Like, we're basically riding it till the wheels come off because this is our baby.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so cool. That is
0: very good. I am very excited. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was a bad idea for the last half an hour. No but way. Now I'm into no it.
2: way. <laughs> um, it, it's very, it, it reminds me of um, Have you ever played Dungeon Crawl Classics The Funnel? i have played
0: that yeah so like when you you have these
2: characters you make like 12 characters and like they they're going into like bakers farmers you know normal people by all intents and purposes and you put them like
0: three hit points yeah
2: and they go into an incredibly dangerous dungeon basically and like whoever survives becomes an epic hero so it's called the funnel because most of them are going to die so like you can't get too attached but this conversely like you want to get attached. You want that 2% chance. you know, I mean that like 25% chance that you're gonna make it, that you yeah. and your squad can figure out this horrifyingly dangerous scenario and pilot that mech home. But odds are you're all gonna float away in space together, like holding hands as your <laughs> megazord <laughs> blows up as it like approaches the sun.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Because it's a this game about camaraderie
2: good. and like some kind of you know you it's like minded people working together on a project. It's a project building game where it's like you all have this project, this mech, you love it, it's your passion. you know, do you by a twist of fate survive or do you but either way, you have this mech that binds you together, you know what I mean, no matter if it blows up or not, you have this union, and it's called the mech.
0: yeah, oh, that's beautiful. this is very good.
2: this is very good. <laughs> And this is the part where I go, all right,
0: and now I don't know what to do. (laughs) That's fair. Uh, That's super fair. You'll have a little time to think about what to do because it's about time for us to take an ad break, isn't it? Oh, my God. Let's do it. Who are we sponsored by this week anyway?
1: I think uh, this week our sponsor is the lovely uh, character and world building podcast all my fantasy children
2: oh wow yes um do i just introduce the show is that the yeah, yeah. all my fantasy children is a tabletop inspired character creation world building and storytelling podcast on the one shot podcast network each week me Eric Tanosayas, and my best pal Jeff Stormer of Party of One pod create an original fantasy character and use that story to create a fantasy world one character at a time Catch us every week on oneshotpodcast.com. Shazam!
1: Oh, that was so professional.
0: <laughs> wow, he did that like a real pro. I feel
1: real bad about when we do this now.
2: I <laughs>
0: don't.
1: I've been trying to memorize that for so long. I I love that show. It's just so, it's so nice. It just feels so, like, wholesome Uh, and pure, Good, except for the episodes where the character is like a total jerk, and then you're just like, oh my god.
2: It's just, it's real. When you know that character from your Twitter feed, that just makes the show real. It just (laughs) does. No, but I, it is the greatest joy of my existence to make that stupid show.
1: So we're talking about mechanics. We're talking about a race. I yes. think you are going to have to make some sort of mechanics for how does the race work? How does fighting with the other robots, if we're doing that, and I kind of assume we are, work? Mm-hmm. How does winning the race work? Uh, so in, in that zone, I had a thought. When you're in a race, you're in your Mario karts or whatever you're doing. That's the race that I know. Of course, how did like you... Double Dash when uh, there's multiple people yeah. in the car. Oh, Double Dash is so good. <laughs> uh, some of my best, like, ever gaming experiences have been in Double Dash when you're, like, you're coming up and you're, like, skidding and then you're about to hit the banana and you're like, I'm not going to turn because I trust that my gunner is going to do the punch and it's going to lurch us to the side and we're going to miss the banana and I'm not even going to say anything and they do it. Like, you're fucking drifting. You're in the drift with that person. It's so good. Game's
2: got power-ups and unlockable
1: characters. It's two out of three. <laughs> it's true (laughs) i know if only there's a good game very light customization (laughs) very light but 2 of 3 is not bad yeah uh so my thought for i don't want to do like a like a flam rouge or like a very complicated board game style mapping out where everybody is on the board and like it's insane uh what i think would be cool is for where you are in the race it's like a trinary system you're either leading the pack in the pack or behind the pack and maybe some of the rules will interface with that like if you're in the pack you're jostling shoulders with most of the other robots you're you know getting hit you're hitting people if you're behind the pack you're like trying to catch up you're getting better power-ups if if you're in mario (laughs) kart rules you know (laughs) And then when you're in front of the pack, like, maybe you're jostling with one rival, but, like, you're pretty much winning the race, right? Right. Uh, I think that seems like a really fun, like, not too abstract, but just enough there to, like, be like, okay, we got knocked down, now we're behind the pack. Oh, no, things are a little bit different. How How do you all think about that? I dig it. I dig it. I'm into that. Yeah,
2: I think it's very cool because it being in the front of like the race presents its own challenges compared to being in the back. They all have yeah. their own difficulties and challenges that could present. And that is very interesting and appealing to me. Of being like, what is it actually like to be in the cause if you still maintain the stake that it's it's hard to pilot the dang thing? You know, that like Mm -hmm. driving it is hard goes without saying, but also there is an inherent challenge of being in the front means everybody's trying to knock you off the mountain, you know, and then being in the back means you have to push through this, you know, Black Friday shopping mall madness type feel to push your way to the front and like wrestle for position like there there's many there's many different things that go with that and is it, is this narrative driven game
0: essentially it's not like dice and cards is it i mean that's for us to determine right i kind of feel like obviously the first half the whole build this robot is extremely narrative driven yeah. it is fall in love with your giant robot you know but i yeah. kind of like the idea of this second half being a little more mechanical because that really does take it so much out of your hands out of your ability mm-hmm. to say no, 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 we're going to pull through because if the dice say your arm falls off, your flipping arm falls off. That baby. is true. Yeah. That is true.
1: I think that's that's why I was thinking of Don't Explode because it has that mm-hmm. very satisfying, like, listen, you're going to crash. Like, it's going to happen. And that's just the result of all the things that came before this. And that's how your story ends, you know? It's it's a really lovely, like, all right, I guess I I shot my shot. This is the best I can do. Just got to watch the cards fall. I definitely want to have some, mo- you know, moments of agency, moments of things that you're doing. But I feel like uh, at least some of the game has to be deterministic in some way. Like, we'll want to have... Do we want to have some sort of very primitive uh, AI for the other robots in the race, for example? Like, we could say, okay uh your robot is going uh you know in the the same way that your pilots have a stress resource maybe the robot has a speed resource and you're like okay we're going pretty fast we're at like speed five right now and we can tell that uh some of the other robots are also about that fast you know somebody else is at speed four somebody else is at speed six so like that puts us in the middle of the pack with them and then somebody else is going at like speed 10 so like they're moving really really fast and we're not catching up to them and then you could do things on your turns that'll like okay do this thing it costs you some stress but you're making the legs go better and now your robot moves up to like speed nine and now you're going fast
0: i am wary of that level of like numbers where there are other individual robots i kind of want this second phase to be really really fast and i think that like the abstraction of you're ahead of the pack you're in the pack you're behind the pack is really good and we can just kind of assume that the other robots are basically in the pack right okay cool that makes sense because the question becomes
2: do we care about who the other robots are if it's like do you really yeah like i feel like the game is like you want to tell the story of you, your gang of companions, and this beautiful mech that you built, and this race. You know, not like, you know, the Wacky Racers, I don't think, they don't appeal to me personally. It is the the act of uh-huh. racing, the act of competing in this, like, jalopy that's held together with duct tape. And that, like, kind of defines, like, the stakes being its it's delicate, it's dangerous, is what is appealing to me.
1: The one thing I was thinking of is like, but what if you have a rival? Like, ooh. Rivals that's are always cool, fun. Right? But maybe that's when you say, we're going to play this game as two teams of three. We're going to do a six player game. We got two mechs. Oh my God. Oh, snap. my god! Team battle. Yes. Team battle. That, that's pretty cool, right? There's not a lot of games where you can do 3v3s. No, you cannot.
2: But I've B3s played is anyway. good. Okay. Is the outcome of the race. Uh, this is just Aaron's, Aaron's limited experience with games in general. The outcome of the race, like where you are placed, is it random or skill based? Because we can lead into the randomness of it and be like, you know, we're just talking. These mechs are not, this is not zero. This is not Gundam wing Gundams. These are, these are jalopies made in a garage. So it could Uh be random, meaning, like, you literally draw a card that's, like, you move to the back of the pack, your arm blows off.
0: I don't know. I have a thought. Just spitballing. Go ahead. Kind of, of, you know, trying to to get between these uprights here. Have either of you played uh, a board game called Red November? I haven't, but I think that's the one where you're all dwarves trying to make a
1: submarine go, and it's, like, about to explode constantly gnomes but yes gnomes excuse me
0: uh yeah um it's it's pretty good it's all right i enjoy <laughs> it uh, it's all right huh. um but it does have a a me- uh, a mechanic that is really nice as a way of kind of pushing your luck when you are trying to fix parts of this ship which is that mm. uh basically you choose how many minutes is that how many how much you know of your limited resource uh, you want you to devote to that between one and eight, and then you roll an eight-sided die. And if you roll uh, equal to or less than the amount of your resource you have spent, you succeed. And if you don't, you fail. Oh so boy. you have this like very natural, you can play it super safe, but you are hemorrhaging your resources. or you can play it a little more risky, but the more risky you play it, the more likely... Stuff is going to break bad.
2: Uh-huh. I love me a gambling feel. Like to a, like that kind of resource. It's like not even resource, man. It's like betting. You're like you, you know what I mean? You're, you're essentially like placing trust in a very risky endeavor. And that is appealing to me in a game about a race. You know what I mean? Right. Because you're, you're banking on the tires not blowing up in NASCAR by going 400,000 miles an hour. The idea of it, you know, you said like playing risky with your resources can pay up it can pay off big yeah Mm
1: -hmm. yeah
2: that is what's appealing to me about that is like that 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 thrill it's thrilling it's it's essentially like the the reward system that gambling can give where it's like yes but if i you know blow all my resources to floor it to the finish line i could break up and float away into space but if i win oh my god it's worth it
1: yeah yeah i definitely like that the thrill the risk of like all right is this gonna pay off maybe 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 and then you see if it does or not right
0: yeah and like well, that could be what the whole race is is like round after round of every every player what what are you doing right now are you in the pilot's seat well how much stress are you spending on go fast Uh How much stress are you spending on, you know, going to the next part of this uh, uh, triune, where Uh if, if you are in the front, you need to succeed at this task to stay in the front. If you are in the middle, you can stay in the middle, but if you try to go faster, you have to succeed, otherwise you screw up and get thrown in the back, and like. All you decide is how much of your stress are you are you spending, you roll your die, and then you get to do this snapshot of, okay, well, I guess here's what happens. Right,
1: right. So the question that I have is, like, if you're betting your resource, how much of it do you have? Because I feel like the two things that could happen is... You know, you have the person who's like, oh, it's turn one on Monopoly. I'm going to bid $1,500 for Baltic Avenue. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then you're like, oh, well, ah. or you have the person who's like, I bid $1. And someone else is like, I bid $2. And they're like, well, you can have it. <laughs> you know, we don't want to uh let the players screw themselves over by making bad choices necessarily, I guess is my is my thought.
0: That's fair. Uh, and I think a lot of that comes down to a question we, like, touched on earlier, which was, what happens when you spend all the stress you have? Like, what is your epic limit, limit break moment? Yeah. Yeah. Like, the, the I think
2: it comes back to the incentivizing of, of blowing it all. Or, like, you know what I mean? Of doing final attacks and that kind of thing. Of risking big. Do we want players to risk big? You know? Do we encourage I think, them yeah. to? Then I think there has to be just a simple does like betting big increase the ima- odds of like something quote good happening? You know what I mean? Like the more you put in, does the better the result come out? Like, you know what I mean? The more likely you are to have something good happen, the more stress you put into the machine, like, you know, more tokens you put in is it that that mm, kind yeah, of thing. And the yeah. less you put in, it's like the more likely it's not going to go well. Is that kind of the idea? Cause I'd be throwing in every be. single, I'd, every, if there's turns, I'd be betting the farm every single turn. You know what I mean? I'd be trying <laughs> to drive it till the wheels fall off, like we said. And I think the gambling right. part would be like, you know, if you get rewarded for going all in every turn, I don't know. I'd, I'd be nervous, but also I'd want to just because it might go well for me. I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I'm trying to think about our different our different archetypes for our different, like, say say we cap it at three players on a team. And then we do three different archetypes. You have the pilot, you have the engineer. Is the third one like the daredevil? Cause I could see for the player who wants to take big risks, just have a whole playbook that's about that. That could be kind of fun.
2: I agree. Like uh like a we'll call it character class, I guess, that's like, you know, benefits from doing reckless behavior.
1: Like maybe there's something with like your uh I could see there being something where you say, I don't choose how much I'm going to do every turn. I just say, my character is a daredevil, so I always do the max. My character is a cautious person, so I always do the minimum. Okay. You know, I'm a daredevil pilot, or I'm a cautious engineer, or a daredevil Uh, engineer.
2: Oh, I see what Mm. you're saying. I see what you're saying. Little, like, tags to kind of that determine the general behavior of the character and how you manage resources.
1: Yeah, and maybe you can act against your nature, but like it's, it's a little more rare, a little more costly or something. I'd, I'd do so that. So you'd sort of have a, a default, like, well, normally I'm going to be racing the mech like a daredevil because that's what i generally do but maybe you know when the leg starts falling off i go oh crud i have to run down and fix it you have to you have to jump out of your role like we were saying but you know what your role is a little more certainly based on just your character like profile see but i think
2: that is what makes the fun limit break anime moments is when the cautious character has to be reckless you know it's it's always what creates drama like this is theater talk where it's like, you know, when the careful person, the person who's always careful has to be reckless is compelling when the person who yeah. like never, you know, when uh, what's his name from a Christmas Carol, when Ebenezer Scrooge is generous. That's like, you know, the rewarding part of the play when like, you know, the constant miser is finally giving you're like, oh, that's nice. And I think that is what it could be a fun thing where it's like, usually I, you know, I get benefits from being a little more cautious, a little more, you know, careful with my resources, but in a pinch, I can blow it all and a really good thing could happen. I don't know.
1: <laughs> that, that sounds cool to me. I like Do you that. know what I
2: mean? Like, it, it's, I, it, it, it harkens back to the terrible thing of, uh, which I hate is alignments. But if there was an incentive for being like, I'm going to go against my archetype, you know, but I can only do it a couple times, you know, that's my super move is going against my archetype. Oh, uh-huh. you know, th- I think that has some leggies to it. The idea of, you know, defying your fate. You know, you're just a cautious mechanic. No, I'm more than that. Ah, I'm gonna jump out into space and save my friend. That you know, okay, you get a plus forty or however the game works. You know, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I think that idea. I think that idea has some has some fun, rewarding. I, I I like personally. I like being rewarded in games for thinking and thinking of creative solutions to problems that the game is presented. But, like, Mm. a lot of the times it's like, no, you can't do that. And if you do it, you're not going to have a proficiency in it. So it's going to be bad. I like when someone thinks outside the box and they're like, yes, yes, do it. And I'll give you a bonus because I thought
1: it was clever. So I like this idea. But that's just me. Nice.
0: (laughs) How How are you feeling about that concept, Lara? I am into it. I love limit breaks. I love excitement. Neat. Adventure, excitement, things that Jedi hate, I love. (laughs) so we'll throw that on the on the must have list for now yeah we must like must have this this great limit break moment like everyone gets their limit break moment i almost want to just say this is your thing where if you have used up all of your resources you get to succeed at a task if it is insane Oh, that's fun. You you can't do a
1: routine task. You have to do a ridiculous task. It's like, it literally
2: defines desperation. Like, that's what makes it cool, I think, is you are out of resources. You're acting strictly from desperation or survival. And that's what makes it, I think, cool. That's when you start doing, you know, zany stuff. I like that. Yeah,
1: interesting. So maybe there are like, routine tasks challenging tasks and impossible tasks and then if you're like okay trying to do this task if it's a routine task for me i'm the pilot i'm piloting that's pretty routine for me and then maybe like if our our piloting chassis has gotten damaged then it makes it more challenging or something right and then Mm. if you're like okay i'm gonna try and pilot the mech like from the foot and like you know, have the thing hop on one foot the whole time, like, that might be, like, oh, that's impossible difficulty, but then you're, like, I can do it, though, because I believe! Do impossible
2: tasks become easier the less resources you have? The less, like, poops you give, basically, because you basically be out of options, and so, like, you know, you, because it would be, like, a hamstring thing, like, oh, I don't want to waste all my resources, this, like, maybe you have more options to do things, or, like, different ways to do it, the (gasps) more resources you have, but the less you have the
0: more impossible things you can make possible, you know? What if you can only make an impossible task possible by destroying one of the components of this giant robot? See, I like that Oh kind my of goodness. Stuff. Just okay, like, okay. you gotta
2: give to get a little, you know, you gotta give something up.
0: And like, you, you really do, you reach the end of this race as just a head rolling across <laughs> the finish line. That's, that's the like wheels, some fall red line off. stuff. wheels okay.
2: fall off. I like it. I think that's fun. Woo!
1: Uh, One thing I was wondering about is, do we have... Is this going to be our first and hopefully only game with, like, location-based hit damage tables? Like, with a little silhouette of your mech, and it's like, it got hit on the... Roll, roll, roll. Left hand.
0: I know, because that like that's injecting a lot of complexity into the second yeah. half of this game, and I'm really, yeah. I'm really pushing for it to be simpler and more, more flashy. I'm glad that you're doing that.
1: Uh, how, how then do we want to model getting into a tussle with the other mechs? Because I feel like we want to have something for that.
0: The way I would like most instinctively do it is if you attempt a task and fail you get to explain why it is you're taking damage in whatever part of the ship you are at right now and if that means you get into a tussle that's what it means you know cool so you can say oh i'm in the foot i i
1: messed up on this task and then uh that's because someone shot a sick laser at us and it it sliced through part of our knee joint or something
2: yeah right and then i is there a way where like you have to abandon the foot you know, you got a ditch. You can't repair it. You know what I mean? Is that like, and so I had to move to left arm, like, just to keep, because you said, like, I want it to be as little complicated as possible, because it would imply, right. like, there's no health. Once something gets hit, it's gone. You know, like, like it, it's I, it's mm-hmm. Maybe you could
0: give it one damage that could be repaired.
1: I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Repairing seems like a, an important part of being the, the engineer and stuff. So oh, maybe. If if our uh, if our mech is made out of index cards or actual cards or something, mm-hmm. then we have a card for the foot, and then we have a card for like the foot, but damaged is on the back of that. So like you flip it over, and then you're like, okay, I repaired it, so I'm gonna flip it back to the the pristine state.
0: I mean that's great, but way more work than we're gonna put into this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It it could you know you could just you could just write the same things on the back and then have mm-hmm. like a scribbly scribble for like oh no it's on fire oh
0: no, no I'll be
1: and then you know if it if it gets messed up again whilst it's damaged then it explodes I get down with that
2: yeah no? more expl I think the 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 destruction part I like just being inevitable or like scary like a high risk of breaking it you know because that uh-huh. fear is if what...
0: someone goes to repair it and that fails it is broken forever see i like that right. a lot
2: i like that
1: what else do we need to wrap up how how ending the game works seems important for this one yeah option one you're you can't go on anymore uh how do we determine that though? Cause at first we were saying, maybe it's like, you know, you're falling apart and you're exploding, but if you can finish the battle as a rolling head, then, uh,
0: you wouldn't. So, I mean, like it could be, you have, you are, there are 10 turns, you know, 10 yeah. turns. That's as far as you, you have, uh, after that you have reached the end of the race cool i i was thinking something like that too that seems good like just a very very strict limit which kind of like really makes you think are you going to put all of your stress into this action because that will leave you with zero stress for the remainder of these turns so what are you even going to be doing yeah what are you going to be doing if you if you've already limit broke no that's a relevant question there's there must be something you can do that, like, you fades. try to break it again. You know what I mean? I don't. You, I don't know. Maybe where
2: it's like you just. Oh right, because we said by the time your limit broken, you're just running on fumes, so you can just keep mm-hmm. trying. But it's like a way to lose. Like, can you die? You know what I mean? Like, oh, you're out.
0: Yeah, I don't think you can die. No. I, I don't. I don't want you to be able to like not participate. in Yeah, this. exactly. Yeah, that seems sad. <laughs> it is sad. Especially if
1: if you're doing a a two mechs racing at once then it's like ah, geez jared died in like the third round so (laughs) i guess his team is totally doomed now right uh maybe there is because i'd like to pull in something of the uh the story and the flashbacks and the heart from before Mm. can you spend your turn talking with someone else and like Remembering the good times, and then like you both recover some stress or something. I like so that kind of get stuff. Back from your limit. Yeah. And get down
2: with that. Yeah, absolutely. Reminiscing heals you, or like remembering why you're there, and those kind of anime moments that are very like, don't forget. Like you know, and time slows, and it's like, don't forget what mm-hmm. Pop said to us before we climbed into the mech. And it's like, I remember he said, "Hang on, no matter what." And it's like, you you can go back in the foot now or something. <laughs> yeah <laughs> go back in the foot go back in the foot
1: <sighs> nice cool well yeah and and you know if we're uh, if future us get as far as designing like custom <laughs> bespoke playbook moves for the theoretical different playbooks you can be Uh, then, you know, you could have, have, uh, you know, somebody is extra good at the the comfort and support masks equivalent or whatever. True. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That seems cool. If you're the heart of the team or something. And then I guess our, our, you know, theoretically, if we design them right, then our mechanic is just, if it's turn 10 and you're at the front of the pack, you win the race, right? Yeah, that seems reasonable to me yeah because that's where the end is and you know you can that that leads to like ah do you want to try and get there and stay there do you want to try and like draft off the other mechs and stay in the back cautiously and then zip up at the
0: end you know I, i kind of like the idea that like wherever you are in this in this triune something matters right now like if you are at the head of the pack you need to be focusing on your speed if you do not succeed at a pilot one way or another you get pushed back. Mm -hmm. If you're in the middle of the pack, you are being jostled. You need to concentrate on defense right now. And Mm -hmm. if you don't, something gets damaged.
1: Yeah, yeah, I like that. You just are constantly in a state of being fought or,
0: or hit or roughed up. And I don't know if there's something equivalent if you're stuck at the back of the pack where you are, I don't know. I guess that also kind of feels like speed, but... It also kind of feels like speed. I I think that's fine. Speed is fine, yeah.
1: Speed is important in racing. Yeah. That's what I heard. (laughs) I don't know NASCAR,
2: (laughs) but I'm pretty sure you gotta go fast like the big... Like the blue god says.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And you could, uh, you know... You could deliberately drop back to the back of the pack. Theoretically. That's true. That's
0: probably not a bad idea, like, strategically, to hang out at the back of the pack and then... Zoom forward. There's
2: less people trying to red, there's less people trying to blue shell you when you're in the back. You know, if you're beat mm-hmm. up, you don't want to be out front where you're going to get like lasered in the back.
1: Yeah. Maybe there's something where you're saying like, oh, I need to roll to, to make this check to stay in the middle. Guess what? I'm only putting in one point. So mm. I'm actually just going to intentionally fail that and just scooch back to the back. Do we need to nail down like what type of die or dice we're using, or are we gonna leave that as a task for future us, the actual writers down of the game? The twenty-six sided
2: one is good.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I think I think that's a that's a that's a that's a hard that's a hard task. I think I'm gonna put on the later version.
0: Yeah, I'm just gonna say D six. There You go. Because if I there say it now, yeah, they're easy to find. Yeah, exactly. All right,
1: this uh, this game kind of came together actually. I think so. There's a lot
0: of good going on here. You know what this yeah. game doesn't have, though? What? A title. Ooh. Oh. Um. Hmm.
1: Oh, also, you need to name your mech. That's important.
0: Oh God, yeah. That. <laughs> oh yeah, it
1: goes. Yeah, absolutely. Whenever you build yeah, it, that's you gotta the name t- it. That's
0: the title of the game. You need to name your mech. That's important.
2: <laughs> something like i'm thinking like the term brothers in arms or like f- uh metal skin um oh no. what that is it that's metal skin that's cool
0: <laughs> metal uh what's what's metal heart words
1: metal heart yeah something's
0: gotta have been called metal heart before it definitely must have
1: There's a Brandon Sanderson superhero book called Steelheart that I
0: strongly dislike. Oh, it's the sixth studio album by the heavy metal band Accept. They should have called their
1: band Metalheart.
0: They really should have. So let's title the game Accept. That'll show them.
2: (laughs) Get them. You could could name it Limit Break. (laughs) Oh. Mm. Um. Metal
1: metal skin colon limit break damn because that's the volume one you gotta imply that there's more even though there's not
0: (laughs) there might be there might
1: be you're right you're right i want to get something that implies racing across because there aren't really any mecha racing games that i know of there are a bajillion other stuff with mecha games okay
2: let me do they
1: have wheels are they like uh like nightmare frames in uh in code Geass where they're like roller skating mechs? Okay, okay. Um
2: chassis, um drag uh oh, geez mm.
0: drag robots, yes. There you go. I support the <laughs> There you go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: chassis is definitely a good word
0: Metal Run. Metal Run, <laughs> see, I don't. Hate, Metal Rush, I don't hate any Metal of this. Metal
1: Rush, Metal Rush, I don't. Metal Rush, I like all of this. That's that's pretty sick, actually. Yeah. I'm kind
0: of into Metal Rush. I'm about yeah. it. Yeah, I support this nice. wholeheartedly.
1: I could I could see a very cool looking uh a very cool looking like big chunky metallic letters. Metal Rush, Metal Rush. Oh yeah, with the little all rivets caps. in the corner of every letter, oh, without yeah. a doubt is it is it metal rush colon limit breakers or just metal rush
0: metal rush is very good it can be colon limit breaker we'll we'll put limit breakers it's in there it's in there somewhere it's in there <laughs> <laughs> wow that ooh what a good metal title rush limit breaker and limit breakers isn't in metal like that's going to be in a cursive font that is oh, off yeah, to the yeah. side slightly or like Overabbing. a very
1: electric looking we're you know we're going to do spend about $300 on the cover of this game <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, man, our art budget is out of control. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the art budget of your imagination is unlimited. All right, does anyone have any last thoughts, things to throw on our must might or mount list um, for Metal Rush?
2: Not I. I like all of this a lot. That's all I got. Where I'm this like, is I like going
0: it. somewhere real good. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Oh, I'm excited about this.
0: I think it's
2: got some yeah, serious too. potential here.
1: We're definitely we're putting a, a bit of work on, on Future Us for writing it down, but I think even with this being one of the crunchier games we've made so far, it's still not too bad because uh you did a good job of reining me in every time I was like, now what if we did something that's going to take like a thousand hours of work? I and maybe uh, not I even try. be good. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh. Well, this has been Unplaytested. You can find us at unplaytested.com, where you can submit ideas for our big list, or follow us on Twitter, at Unplaytested.
0: Hey, if you want to see the games that we make here, played, including this madness, uh, you should go to twitch.tv slash unplaytested. Uh, we try to get gameplay to go up the week after the episode drops, but, you know, check the schedule there. Or, uh, get this game yourself at unplaytested.itch.io. If you actually play this, we would love to hear about it.
1: Unplaytested is made possible by the support of our patrons. Join the Unplaytreon at patreon.com slash unplaytested. Unplaytrons get early access to
0: the episodes and free copies of all the games we make thanks to abducted by sharks for our music bring forth my armor i'm laura and
1: i'm alex and special thanks to our guest aaron hi <laughs> thanks for having me <laughs> yeah that was so great uh do you want to uh to let our listeners know where they can find you on the internet and all that good stuff yeah
2: you can find me on twitter at aaron katano saez all one word uh you can find the podcast i co-create um all my fantasy children at amfc underscore podcast or one shot podcast uh one shot come
0: hang out fun show and remember time is an illusion and so is death Jesus Christ. And the music (laughs) plays us out. Hooray. We've done it again. We did it. We did it. We did the thing. I love it. Alright. Okay, now let's do the real one where we record.